It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
Well, yeah, I mean, you got to keep uh, – we can't tell them to uh, not keep talking and pushing everything else till we get the money. The money's going to come when the word gets – when the buzz gets going, Rudy. Well, when, uh, when you least expect it, somebody's around the corner waving uh, the checkbook. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, well trying to mute up today. Oh, I got some great, great, great music today. I want to. Uh, where is he? Here, here he is. This is well. We there's a Susanna is working on this guy to uh, to get him on the show, and also Duke. From the four tops, so well, work, he worked last. He's probably on the road, so that's why we didn't try and get in touch with him. Right, right, right. Well, anyway, let's let's do this guy. This guy's quite a character. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, he uh, he uh, he tore the place apart. But uh, 
we never got uh, friendly or anything like that. It was just, uh, it was, I don't know how you would call it. Hello, Hawaii, goodbye, anything you need. Yeah, right. You never needed anything, so everything went all right. I, I guess, guess the, yeah, the, did, the uh, trumpet, did he show up on time? Yeah, the What's that? What's that? The trumpeteer passed away yesterday from Sly and the Family Stone. The female there, what was oh. her name? I read it oh, in the article. Yeah, she was gorgeous. Yeah, the trumpeteer, 71 years old. She passed, I think, a couple of days ago or yesterday or something. I was just reading it. And he settled like a $5 million lawsuit like just a few months ago on back royalties. He, wow. Yeah, yeah he was living out of a – he was like homeless or something. And, yeah, well, I guess he's not homeless anymore. Yeah. Right. Am I coming over good? Yeah, you sound great. Okay. Yeah, his attorney uh, is working with my daughter to try and see if they can get him on the show. They're doing, uh, I think, a whole uh, book and everything on him. You know, it's a shame. This guy that had a great, great show, great organization. And all of a sudden... He just like faded away. Well, remember imagine. when even remember when he was even big, he had a horrible reputation for showing up an hour or two late. Yeah. Well, he was all time with us. He never he never messed up with us that I can I can remember. Right, but he but, would uh, uh, people would be at concerts. People would be at concerts. He he'd be he had an awful reputation. An hour two hours late. You can't do that oh, to no. clients. No, you can't. No, that's one thing you can uh, aggravate your your audience. All right. They, yeah. Well, anyway, they, he made my daughter. He, he was huge. What? He was huge. Sly oh yeah. The stone. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I told you, I was lucky to get him. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's that's amazing. Again, it speaks to the uh, power of the service act that, you know, somebody like him who sold out major stadiums. I mean, I don't know. Um, I think Woodstock was too early for him, but he could have been one of those guys on Woodstock. He was so influential. Yeah, he ended up like broke or something. He was like broke living out of like a trailer in South Central until yeah. like recently. Pretty messed up. Yeah. Thanks. Talented. Ooh. Yeah. Well, hopefully the five million helps him live a nice life in the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's yeah, let's, let's play another we... little bit. Let's play another little bit of one of his great songs. Here we go.
I tell you, that's that. Uh, when when he came to the club, Rudy, there must have been a lot of uh, college kids that came in to see him. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, did you? You must have had lines. Way the heck down. I mean, you always had lines, but it must have been insane when he showed up. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Like he was a, like you said earlier, he he was a he was a concert guy. He used to pull up a. He was like Aretha Franklin. They used to Aretha Franklin. They used to do uh, concerts. One night has dropped yeah. 50,000 people. Yeah, amazing. Uh, you, you know, and, and that song, Everyday People, boy, that's appropriate for today, isn't it? You know. And what about that? We I got, think he had uh, Dance to the Music. Yeah, Dance to the Music, but uh, Everyday People, we got to live together, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and that, was a, that, that was a big one, Everyday People. Yeah. Well, we're um, hoping well, for well, the lucky well, six Maybe we'll get them uh, by the time by the time we get the Soul Festival off the ground. Maybe he'll be back and uh, swinging yeah. in group. I love it. Well, I'm going yeah. to change the pace here a little bit. I'm going to give you a little surprise. This is such a beautiful song, and I was amazed to see that this got like 9 million views, this particular wow. song on YouTube. Listen to this.
Remember them, Hootie? Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, we had a three. Go ahead. We had some uh, people on the Facebook uh, commenting about the sugar shack and the days they had, and my daughter got in touch with one of them and said, "Would you mind calling in and tell your story?" On the, so I'm hoping that a couple of them called today. I mean, yeah, well, maybe maybe we'll. Yeah, maybe we'll get lucky. Yeah, it makes you well, want me, to oh, let me put, Well, let me uh, put the the guest call in number six four six nine two nine two four five one. We know you're out there because I see from the statistics when I go back in and look, and you uh, we got a lot of live listeners. So, yeah, don't be afraid. Yeah. Call us. Right, uh, right, right. Yeah, because and, and share uh, your story because. Uh, oh my God! So. Um, George was telling us. Thing on that Facebook. Oh, I know. We, uh, Rudy, we, you know, George and I were together yesterday. We, I went to an Apple store to have him help me with some of my technical problems. And he was saying, uh, well, somebody came into the Apple store and he mentioned the sugar shack to the guy. And the guy just shook his head and he said, man, I'll, I'll tell you some amazing stories about the Sugar Shack, and it was another one of those love stories where he met his wife. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just, it was, you, you had a little love nest there, Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could have called it the love nest. The love nest, yeah. <laughs> we had you know, Porsche number nine. <laughs> you know, Rudy, all around the city, anytime, you know, I look I look at somebody in, you know, the right age group and uh, just have the right look, and I just say, Sugar Shack, boy, you just see a, an ordinary day-to-day face light up, and, and, you know, you can see them registering, you can see them looking back and uh, the memories they had of the place. The uh, I, you know I just like I said I, this, that song had over nine million views on YouTube. Boy, they were attractive gals. Three degrees. Yep. So you there, Rudy? Yeah. What'd you say? I said they those guys were the three degrees. The three degrees. They had over nine million views on YouTube on that song. They were really Jeez. attractive girls. I know their manager real well. She, he used to live in the Sugar Shack. Wow. Is that right? <laughs> Trying to get a picture. Awesome. Uh, he was a nice guy. They, but then he went, he went to England. He got so big there, he forgot me. <laughs> but he gave me a date. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did they, uh, were they Boston girls? Uh, I think so. I think so. I think, yeah, I think so, so too. I'm not, I'm not sure. I think I might, I think so. You know, I but, think uh, that they, uh, when you listen to their voices, they could have easily been the Supremes. I mean, they just had yeah. the talent. They just didn't have the songs. Well, this this this, this manager, the, he uh, he was a funny guy. You know, he drove a whip on them. You know, he had them in line and all that, you know. Wow. So sometimes huh. you got the wrong, sometimes you might have the wrong management uh, uh, 
go wrong. Uh, sometimes you go wrong and you go good. You go good and you go bad, you know. You might have right. a good management, you go bad. You go, you know, go, it works funny. They just didn't get the yeah. break that they just took. Yeah, yeah, they could have been much bigger. They were uh, very talented, very attractive. Uh, So, well, anyway, we got some big developments with the good shirts that we might get sly on. And, of course, uh, like we mentioned, Duke from the uh, Four Tops. Was he the lead singer, Rudy? No. No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. The lead singer was Eli. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Levi. Yeah, Levi. I remember, right. I remember having a live album of those guys of a soul club in Detroit. That's right. Can you come on? Eli. <laughs> well, listen. Why don't we uh, let's play a little uh, little four tops? My God, this uh, these guys were just off the charts, weren't they? <laughs> Good. 
good, good. I've got a cell phone, so I'm not hearing it so good. But great, I'm glad to hear that. Boy, those guys, man, <laughs> could they give you a feeling, huh? Oh, I'm telling you. I told you that the first time I ever saw people get up and dance on the tables. On oh, tables. man. You know, you know it was... You know, between them and the Temptations, they owned, they owned the radio stations. I mean, them, the Beatles, the Stones. But I mean, as far as Motown, you know, they had that British invasion, and, and you know, America answered with the Motown invasion. Um, I mean, where, what party did you go to? What you know, radio station that you heard the Four Tops and the Temptations and the Supremes and Smokey? I mean, just. Amazing, amazing music. I mean, I can't, you know, I just get chills listening to those guys. What do you think, Billy? Absolutely. Even, at, you know, I'm a younger cat, but I remember being a young boy, and, and that music hit me, struck me, like, as a young man. And, and, and yeah, I was like, wow, this music is crazy. But I, I fell in love with it at a young age myself. And even though it was, like, you know, before my time, I just still till today, I love soul music. Love it. So, Rudy, how did you become close with Duke? It's amazing how music uh, just sort of fade away with these, with these new hip-hops and disc jockeys. Disc jockeys are making up to $20 million a year for spinning records and pushing buttons. Yeah, I know. Pushing buttons, exactly. Yeah. Crazy. I can't you believe it, the way. I grew up no, on you don't, and- Joe- and then I went to the Sinatra area, then into the Soul area, and now there's nothing to hang on to, you know. Yeah, no, there's nothing. Dish, you know, I mean, what what gives you the feeling that you just got from that? So who hasn't? Who? What guy? has never been in that situation, or even woman, you know, it's just like, baby, it's, it might be a sign of weakness for a man to beg, but I'd rather beg than be without your love, you know, <laughs> right, how many of us have begged, how many of us have too, begged, I ain't too proud to beg, no. <laughs> oh, God. he was a, he was something boy, when that song came out, ain't too proud to beg, yeah, Oh, that other, oh, God, yeah. Now, uh, so, Rudy, how did you get close with Duke? Because you had this great connection with him when we were doing the shoot. What? You know, I can't hear you you too good. Oh, I know, it's this damn cell phone. It's this damn cell phone. My other phone ran out of battery, so bear with me. But Duke, how did you, you and Duke get close from the Four Tops? Well, uh... I was close to all of them, the, the whole four of them. They were very, very nice people. They, uh, wow. they were very respectful, everything. Uh, it was like a family affair with all of them, you know. And then, uh, That's great. We have a, great. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, what can I do? Uh, anything you want. They were very happy. We were happy. We would uh, every time we run into each other. You know the the group the groups used to float around the audience too and everything. You know, uh, yeah. and then we start rapping and everything. You know, things like that. You know, general conversation. You know, 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was the beauty of the shack. It was so intimate that you're right. They'd, they'd, they'd reach forward into the audience and let them let them kibitz and yell and touch. And, oh, it's beautiful. We'll never uh, see that again, well, let's, ever. Well, well right? unfortunately. Well, let's play another one. Here we go. Chicago, I was performing out there, and, you know, of course, the trip to Vegas, and I'm trying to get everything, you know, organized again, and so, I mean, to do the show today, I had to uh, put a lot of things aside, and I started going through, you know, and picking out music, and, you know, it just, I I can't, every week we do this, I, you know, whatever my feelings are at the time, whether I'm concerned with a million things I got to do, you will stop and listen to this music inevitably, without fail, my whole energy shifts. And I can feel the chills, and I can feel the vibration, and I can just feel a smile come up on my face. And this is just beautiful, beautiful music. 
It's unreal. It's unreal. It's unreal. Unbelievable. It goes right through. It goes right You know, and not to compare artists, but I mean, it just did. I mean, um, Sly had that big funk thing. I mean, it, it was amazing how there was the funk side of the 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 groups that came through there with George Clinton and the Funkadelics and Sly Stone and you know a few a few of the other groups that we played and uh, you know what that did I mean that got everybody moving and dancing but then and then you you know the three degrees with their romantic thing but you know the four tops I mean you, you start to under, understand who the real giants were in you know it was the four tops the Temps you know Smokey and they not only had the rhythm and everything, but the the words. <laughs> you know, yeah, I get the you, I, 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 yeah, the lyrics, yeah. the lyrics were amazing. It's unbelievable. The the lyrics. It made yeah. so much yeah. sense. You know, I mean, whoever you know wrote and imagined those songs knew knew what every human feels when we're overpowered by love. You know, I I just you know I, I see a picture. I kissed it a thousand times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. It's right. like a story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's play uh, a guy that you suggested that they team up, uh, and you put this package together. And the night that I performed for uh, and, and opened for both the Four Tops and this guy, Frankie Valley. Let's you know, let's listen to him. What a combination that was.
the show is working perfect. The music, a little conversation. That's it. Beautiful. It's working out. This this stuff, you know, you you listen to the four tops and you say to yourself, now who who could possibly, you put, your idea was to put those two groups together, Frankie Valley and the four tops, and you say to yourself, now how, how could anybody follow the four tops? But, there's a guy that could follow them. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Well, um, the, the, go ahead, Woody. The, the Sahara would have had a hit show on their hands if they, if they were a little patient because I had that idea. I I put the the, the bug in his head to do the four tops. We were going to wow. do it in the I mean, Sahara. And, and Rudy, yeah. I want you to let's stop for a second and think of what's going on here. That guy that just sang that song, we've got about 15 minutes of video on that man talking about you. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> That's cool. How cool. That's legendary. That's like legendary status right there. That's legend status. Talking about you and talking about the nightclub scene in Boston. And Rudy, when this show goes up, when this documentary goes up, the world's going to stop because we got something so powerful here. And uh, the world doesn't. I'm going to tell you, I got. I bet, obviously, I believe in the cosmic, let's call it the cosmic muffin, the universe, the thing you can't see, the invisible force. And I was sitting here the other night after one of the football games, and a commercial came on, and I, I had my back to the screen, and I was kind of—I didn't know what was going on because I heard a woman's voice singing Christmas carols, but she was all obviously black and obviously a soul singer, and it kept going. And all of a sudden, I heard Stevie Wonder's voice, and I turned around, and it was the commercial was filmed in Stevie Wonder's home with all the Christmas decorations. And it was obviously his wife. And then his kids also sang. And it was almost two minutes without a word other than their singing. And all that appeared at the end was a a symbol for Apple, Apple computer. And I said to myself, yeah, and I went, you know, I got a feeling that we're going to go to Stevie's house. I mean, you had some good news last week that somebody mentioned that there's a good chance they're going to inter- we've got three or four people knocking on Stevie's door for us. Oh, that's good. That's good that uh, maybe we'll get through to them. Uh, I'm anxious to see uh, how uh, the reaction is because I know we had a nice a nice get together. We uh, well, I'm, I'm anxiously waiting to see what he would say. You know. Yeah, well, I mean, already we've just got a cavalcade of amazing uh, people that are just known, like, like you know, like uh, Frankie Valley, like the <clears throat> like the OJs, Walter Williams, and this and that, and uh, you, you know, and Eddie, and uh, it's it's when you really think of what we did in in a short three week burst of just things falling into place, and. Um, you know, I, I like to compare it to the wave. You know, it's like we're surfing, and that huge wave came in that we just had so much success with, with the shoot in Las Vegas, the shoot here with Tavares and the OJs and this. Um, 
and the spinners and the uh, main ingredient and Howell Melvin and, you know, Blue Magic, uh, the emotions. Um, and we're just beginning. I mean, so many people have been promised to us now, Smokey Robinson and the Manhattans and the stylistics and shylights. I mean, we've got, we've got an amazing piece of documentary to bring to the world here through the, the back to the sugar shack. So cool. That's cool. Yeah. Very, That's very really moving. Cool. Let's, yeah. um, I want to bring, this is a great four tops song. And, uh, it just, and then I'm going to follow it up with a real surprise at the end.
and I called the shack. Four eight two zero zero. What was it? Four eight two zero zero three five. Was it? Uh, I don't remember. Eight six. <laughs> I remember four eight two zero zero eight six. And uh, I said, yeah. the sugar shack. I said, yeah. Just tell me who's there tonight, and I could hear them in the background. They were already doing the first show. So we got Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions. <laughs> and I, t- I said, I said, how's Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions? He goes, dress up, we're going. And we all put our suit coats and ties on. And about four of us jumped in a uh, car, and I was doing. I had a big old Oldsmobile, '98, and I was cruising down the Mass Pike as fast as my feet got to push that thing. <laughs> we parked. We come downstairs, and I'll never forget that door opening and the lights. It was uh, that was what gave me the inspiration to do a movie someday. The lights hitting those the three of those guys in their white tuxes, and them doing keep on pushing, <laughs> and the wow. place going crazy. And uh, you know, I was there on every night that it was jammed. But I mean, it, the place it was a Thursday night, and there was a party going on in there. That you know, we we could only squeeze in at the bar. We couldn't even sit together at the bar. We had to break up. And uh, <laughs> wow! And and that was the night that I sat beside the guy. His sugar shack Otis was running around. Going, I got one more. Who wants that picture? And the, and, the, wow. and he tapped. He took out a bunch of bills. This guy and he tapped one of the bartenders. He said, "Bartender, send. Would you send Otis over here?" <laughs> <laughs> Great story. And I'm looking at this cat. This cat all alone. All alone, sitting at the bar, dressed to the nines, and he says, "Who's looking for me? Who's looking for me? <laughs> I got one more. Who's looking for me? I am Otis. I am looking for you." He says, "What I can I do for you? I, I want, want a picture." I wish we could find that sugar shack, Lil. She would yeah. have a ton of, ton of stories. <laughs> she well, roamed that. Well, so unbelievable, sugar shack, Lil. Oh, she was a pic. She took pictures too, right? She was there. The most, I think uh, Sugar Shack Otis there was there at the beginning, but then he uh, left or something. But Sugar Sugar Shack Little was there most of the time. Wow! Most of the years wow. that we were there. And there was just a party. That was the thing about the shack. It wasn't a club. It was a party. Wow, and, and and it was, and it wasn't just the the uh, audience that was having a good. The, the, the <laughs> every entertainer there had a ball, right, Rudy? Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Everybody had a ball. Only me. Yeah. I had my heart in my mouth until the <laughs> end of the, <laughs> until until the, we closed the doors, and then I went, "Wow, <laughs> another night." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, one could imagine. It was such an exciting place. It was so exciting. A lone wolf, like they call him, somebody that was trying to show how tough he was and how many guys he killed to explode, you know? But it never yeah. yeah. Oh, every night, well, you know, that's what, that's the part that I can tell as a, you know, white kid from Roxbury. <clears throat> going in to what I sensed was impending danger at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I tell people, the only time I got afraid 
was when I had to pee. Because <laughs> that was the only place was when I went in that men's room. It was the only place that you, a, a sticker, or one of the bartenders couldn't see me, and I'd be alone in there. And, or not alone. I'd be the only white guy in there. And you know, and these cats looking at me like, "What's this? What's this white cat doing in here?" And then the the five, the ten feet in the one stall with the reefer smoke pouring out of it like a chimney. You know, you got high going. Yeah, you got high just going to take a leak. You know, and I would just go in there. I wouldn't look at anybody. I wouldn't do anything because it was always somebody in there. It was always a gang of guys in there smoking dope or something. (laughs) And I just go in and out as fast as I could, getting back to safety. <laughs> oh my oh. God! I, I used to say I could get a knife in the back. <laughs> the only arrest I think we got in that club was the police came in one day and they says, "Look at what we found in your men's room." I says, "How dare you? My men's room, my men's room is as clean as a whistle." You guys must have pointed that. Hey, don't talk like that. (laughs) I'm one of the cleanest places in the city. I says, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. And they wrote wrote me up. (laughs) No kidding. What'd they find? find, uh, What'd they find? Some some, uh, Uh, marijuana? No, uh, uh, no, it's uh, uh, that's another long story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I, mean, I got inducted into the Hall of Fame of the Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there was. Oh, it was. You know, why after, I mean, I'm 68 years old. It's been, you know, at least 45 years for me of, you know, 40 years since for me. And, I mean, it made such an impression on me, the the excitement of that little, you know, 270-seat club. And it just was unbelievable. I mean, it was just an experience that, you know, I, I I don't know what to say. I mean, it's and get to we get to talk about it, and we're gonna shoot it. And uh, I tell you, Rudy, this is a very exciting legacy, and, and it's magical, magical the way that magical. it's all rolling around. Yeah. Magic, yeah. Well, magic. Let's hope, we, let's hope we all get rewarded for our efforts and show the world what the, what that little club produced. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I've every day is a reward. Today was a reward. I mean, I'm in such a good mood right now. Right. Right. I second yeah, that, man. Right. Right, right. Right. You know, we've got to thank so thank thank every day for the beautiful blessings every day of doing this, and truly really just the experience of coming out and hanging out with you. I mean, it's like since we started, since George and I started with moving around, starting with the spinners, and then. You know, everybody going down to Connecticut and, and hanging out with those guys backstage and going to the dressing rooms. I mean, it's, you know, since I've had a few days to kind of relax, I I can't even, I'm trying to process everything that happened so fast. You know, going to Vegas 
um, the OJs, you know, um, Gladys, um, it, it, it's Tavares. And these are beautiful. I mean, when we sit with these people, it's these so are beautiful moments. Beautiful yeah. moments. And it'll come out in the film. This is going to be a touching, moving film uh, that we're going to hit the hearts of a lot of people. And uh, wow. it's, it's exciting. So let's yeah, keep yeah. going with these beautiful shows. We want to thank everybody who listened today, and we want them to call in. But this, uh, these little one-week meetings, we call them, these are our little business meetings. <laughs> and they're fun. These are amazing. So, oh, yeah. my God. It's, it's always good to hang motivated. out with Right? Oh, uh, yeah. thanks, Billy. And, hey, you, back Absolutely. to the sugar sack. And, uh, good yep, luck keep with, bucking you know, away. Well, while you we're going to come together... I gotta, I gotta Go get ahead, some of those. We gotta get some of those people that po- posted their uh, stories of the sugar shack. They're very well, we excited. Gotta them. Some, They're yeah, moving. We gotta get, we gotta get Susanna to. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Get we gotta get. Yep, we gotta get Susanna. She's the gal. She's our gal Friday. She can, she can get them to call in. All right, my man. All right, we'll, we'll see you guys right, next week. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.